probably more like 800 miles away. It's a steer, because I'm assuming you're in Wellington. Yeah, that's right. I'm in Wellington. That's right. That's right. You do indeed. Well, um, good morning to you. Good morning. Morena. Um, right. New single out today. The video for that single is dropping. It's called Rent, and it is the first single of part two, mm. um, which is um, of, of your two-part series, mm. two-part album. Um, you must be um, happy. It's called On Others' Lives. A great day. A great day in the life of a steer. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's always fun to release things. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm glad that it's, that today is today. Good. I'm glad it is too. Um, right, this song, um, it's, well, for, for my mind, listening to it, um, you know, it's about not having to live by people's other ideals of success. Yeah. Uh, you know, other people, you know, if you want to measure up to something, you can do that. Uh, but this is my life, and um, I see my success in the ways that I see it, and it doesn't have to be exactly how you think it should be. Is that my correct? Yeah, I reckon that's a great interpretation of the song. And, yeah, pretty much the same as my own. Um, yeah, because I just feel like it's so easy to accomplish something and then five minutes later not feel very good about what you've accomplished because there's something more or better that could, that could be done. And um, it's kind of like a really horrible cycle that I feel... Our society and our cultures um, is often predisposed towards. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I get, no, I totally, totally agree. Um, mm. you, you know, you shouldn't have to live up to uh, other people's past ideals. Um, if you're comfortable and, and living the life that you want to live and, and you're getting by um, without really having to rely on others, you're succeeding, right? Yeah, I and totally, and I think um, like exactly that um, ideas of success are completely relative to the person. Mm. You know, it could be like a tiny thing, like you know, a four-year-old learning to tie their shoelace, or um, an older person who is <laughs> able to walk. Yeah, like along the beach. You know, it's also relative to, to the people in their lives, and um, I suppose it's just. That, that I can pay my rent idea is just a metaphor for that mm. um, you know that I'm proud because I um, I put my rent payment through and that's not <laughs> very easy you know yeah yeah, the creative. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And screw the quarter-acre dream. The you know the so-called Kiwi dream or the American dream. It's it's. I mean it's. I mean it might have had its day of relevance, but certainly not in 2018. Um, now albums uh, typically written about personal experiences. You know the love, the loss. Uh, you know the your, your mood, how you are. Um, but you're not yours. Not my design. Um, on others' lives, uh, you know. You know. In fact, it's almost kind of like the anti-personal album, uh, except for the, you know, the last single that came off uh, my design, the beautiful uh, grandmother. Um, is it harder for you? Is it to write about um, you know tech-obsessed kids uh, and heavy topics like displacement and colonization? Uh, that is to write about uh, breakups, real or or imagined. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I think it is easier for me, partly because I'm not particularly interested in writing about my own personal love life. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's just not something that um, 
it's not something that kind of grabs my imagination or makes me feel uh, entranced about the world. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I suppose, um, like, maybe one day I might feel the, feel the need to express, you know, my feelings about, like, an ex-boyfriend um, that isn't <laughs> imagined. Because, um, I did write a song called Cool Charlie, but he was, he was imagined. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, like, I I think that there is a, a huge strength in writing about things that personally affect you, but I feel like um, often what people decide is relevant is, is to do with like love and romantic relationships and breakups. But I think there is so much more in this world that is um, worthy of being written about. And mm. um, yeah, so um, it's not to say that the topics that I write about don't have kind of like a deeper emotional impact on me, but it's not so personal in the sense that it's not necessarily talking about um, my own direct experience yeah 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 i get it i get it it's mm. some i think it's something that um reggae does really well if you yeah think it, yeah you know it really talks about an existential kind of um yeah personal experience if, if, if you get what i mean by that i i probably don't even get what i mean by that um yeah, and also country music as well yeah yeah you know it's really narrative based um, and it often has like quite dark lyrics about kind of almost old folk, folk tales mm-hmm. um, yeah which is which is interesting to me indeed now um, this track um, Rent uh, how did yourself and uh, Lola cook this one up it's it, you know if I was going to think of anything that fits your specific your genre what you do uh, this is full electric blue witch hop <laughs> yes. Um, how did this check that? Um, I was doing this thing which was like a beat a day when I was trying to write stuff for the album, and this was one of the beats. I did it over a period of like 30 days, so I had a lot of beats, and this is one of the beats that I chose. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that, I actually recorded quite a lot of live instrumentation. Like, there's, there's a xylophone on the track, and that's played by Grayson Gilmore. Oh, Grayson! Yes, yeah. I just played so so modern just before, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And um, he's also he plays a little bit of um, electric guitar, and then another guitarist, Ashin Sellers, is also on there. So um, that was that was you know um, that was fun, like putting the live instrumentation part as as a bit of the core production. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like I had reference tracks. So one of my references was Missy Elliott for this nice. song. Nice. <laughs> um, but also Likey Lee. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just I was just kind of um, I wanted to bring different elements together, and it just happened quite organically, and that was the result. Cool. It's yeah. a great result. 
<laughs> I'm pleased for you and for my ears. Um, <laughs> they, they seem to like it a bit. Um, now the video, which is coming, which is out today as well, is awesome. Mm. Now um, I remember the first time I ever saw you. Um, I think it was playing out at Chicks. I think we might have brought you down, uh, mm. and you, you know, and you were dancing around the stage. Has dance always been something um, that's really been important to you as well as the music and interpreting the music through dance? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I don't call myself like a dancer because I feel like setting myself up, but I do love to dance. Yeah. Um, and I've never really been shy about dancing or movement, partly because my mum was one of those like crazy mothers that used to take me to events and then be the only one dancing in the crowd. Nice. Um, so I just kind of learned that, that shame around movement um, is like, not really exist and it doesn't exist and so I have always um enjoyed yeah kind of responding to music through movement um and it also helps me understand and contextualize rhythm quite a lot because if I'm listening to a track and my different like different parts of my body are moving I kind of start to understand kind of more of the, the nuances of the um of the rhythm <laughs> that sounds like yeah i mean yeah so i think that dancing um is, is quite a large component in how i understand and respond to music yeah yeah that's awesome and, and even no one should be shy of dancing and like you you said like i mean i'm a terrible dancer too but i love to dance as well it's just the same, yeah. with, sing, same <laughs> with singing i'm a terrible singer but i love to sing uh, and i think it's important to like realize that you don't have to be the best at these things to enjoy them just do it exactly yeah i would totally agree with that yes indeed and so so the um so the album uh part two on others lives uh, is out on the 27th of april um you know and and it's been such a, a long and big project for you and it's kind of like there's the end to the, the, the you know this chapter is in mm. sight you know mm. the date's locked in um the page is about to turn and there's going to be another clean page there uh yeah. for, for what you do next um with with the album of course because you're going to be doing other things like touring and whatnot um so yeah. how do you feel about that that this chapter is kind of coming to a close now there's there is a, a set date um i feel very good because um, it feels like, yeah, like I've put out a body of work that I'm really proud of. And um, once I've taught it, it allows me to work on, you know, new things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I also look forward to. Um, yeah, so it, it feels like a good progression. And it's, I'm glad you've done it in two parts because that means we get to see you twice in a short amount of time. Because um, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you know you you played in Dunedin in December, uh, which yeah. was a f- fantastic show, um, and so we'll, we'll no doubt be expecting you off the back of this. And um, so coming back to Dunedin, another place where you're going back to soon is you're going back to South Africa mm. um, this month, I believe. So this yeah, month, next Monday. Your next Monday, um, yeah. where you went to 2016, where you went to Africa, Mozambique, and um, a couple of shows in South Africa. You're going back then again. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm really excited to go back to um, Mozambique and South Africa. It's going to be awesome. Nice, nice. Yeah. And um, you know, you did a full. Um, last time you were there, you did a, a kind of diary, uh, going around the places yeah. and tell, sharing your experiences, and um, that must have been quite awesome as well. Doing that kind of that kind of thing. I think you did that for RNZ, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I did quite a lot of kind of diary di- um, diary entry stuff and doc- 
documenting kind of stuff because I was writing a blog for Museo Musician as well. So it was a good way to uh, reflect on the trip and um, think about what I'd been doing and experiencing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this time I'm not doing that, but it's also a shorter trip. Um, yeah. Just to do some festival shows and some um, shows. Nice. Yeah. Well, heaps of exciting times ahead, and right now, too. The video is out now. You can um, check it out on uh, YouTube, uh, and the track, um, uh, you can find it on all good streaming sites, because that's how we do music these days. Uh, And the full album, 27th of April, on its way, just around the corner. Even though it does seem like a long way away, April, it's not. It'll be be on you like that. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, It's there. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're more than welcome. I love having you on the show. Anytime, anytime. Thank you. Time to play the single now. You enjoy the rest of your day, of release day. You've earned it. Well done. And we'll talk, no doubt, soon off the back of the um, full album. Awesome. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Cool, thank you. Bye. Bye. Astia, we love her. You know you love her. That Sean Dunedin was great. New single, Rent. It's perfect. Check it out now. You're on the one, 91FM. Success. 